Hey guys, welcome everyone to episode 46 of New Ones at Noon. If it sounds it sounds a little weird today, it's because I'm trying out a brand new mic. Not because not because I don't like my old mic, you know, I just like trying new stuff. I'm your host, Ben in Toronto, and this is New Ones at Noon, aka the New Music Mondays podcast, a, a podcast where we look at all the best independent new Canadian music that has come out since, you know, I, I looked at it or checked my email. <laughs> As a podcast, this show is available on Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. So if you are tuning in from podcast land, don't forget, don't forget to subscribe if you if you like what you hear. So Toronto is a pretty awesome city. It is it is the biggest city in Canada, apparently, as, as is my understanding. Uh, is it the best? You know, I think that's pretty pretty subjective. You either you know you either live here, or you don't. <laughs> I have lots of ridiculous stories about this city that I could tell you, very few of which are actually appropriate for this show in any way. I remember the first time they blew up fireworks off the top of the CN Tower. That's a PG story right there. There was the time that that little earthquake happened uh, about, you know, 10 years ago or so, and that's all we could tweet about, as was the social media style at the time. There was a time the Raptors won, and we all had a freaking blast, and now I can't literally imagine being that close to that many people. And if you're of my inclination of any kind, Pride is, is probably full of incredible memories and fuzzy memories and yeah. Let's, let's not forget to mention though, the shows. Huge shows, small shows. I, I've been lucky enough to see some acts in this city like nobody's business. Big venues have literally nothing on small clubs when it comes to live music. There is no better way to get sweaty and weird with a bunch of strangers than all enjoying the same tunes while you dance and sing to a song that maybe you and sometimes a few other hundred people in the world know the actual lyrics to. I recently sat down with Ashley from Save Toronto Music Venues. She has put together an initiative to find find as many ways as possible to save venues in Toronto from going out of business during the pandemic. From GoFundMe campaigns to custom t-shirts and posters featuring the venues you love, kind of remember, and will definitely never forget. This is my interview with Ashley from Save Toronto Music Venues. Everybody, I'm here with Ashley from Save Toronto Music Venues. How are you, Ashley? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. I like your black flag shirt. That, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I know you're a mom, which is yeah. amazing. And, 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 and congratulations. And I'm, I'm just so sorry on behalf of humanity about the last year. That's just been, it, it, it was on all of us. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to ask, like, uh, and this is a rude question, and feel free not to answer, but how old are you? Um, I'm 29. <sighs> You're just a little puppy. <laughs> Why is saving Toronto music venues important to you? Personally, they were just, like, kind of a safe space for me growing up. So, you know, I just... When I see them all closing down, I just felt like that was something that needed saving. You know, if myself felt that way, then I'm sure there's tons of other people that just feel like that's a place to go to, you know, feel connected and around like-minded people. I mean, the music and stuff like that is is a big part of it too, but you know, we need a a space for the weirdos too. (laughs) Can I ask you, how old were you when you went to your first show in Toronto? 
Um, how old was I? I was either 13 or 14. Now, was that like an indie show or was that like at the Sky Dome or something? Or the, uh, the no. Rogers Center, whatever we're calling it now. Honestly, I haven't been to many big shows. I've really only like partaked in the indie shows. I it's just a better vibe. But yeah, I it was it was actually at the Alma Combo. Nice. Can you tell me about that experience? Yeah. Um I remember my friends inviting me. I had no idea where I was going. Because I grew up in Scarborough, right at the borderline of Pickering. Really my first outing all by myself. Nobody was showing me where I was going or what I was doing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I remember getting on the Spadina streetcar and being like, I have no idea where I'm going. So I asked the streetcar driver, I'm like, do you know where this place is and what stop I was supposed to get off on? And he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Just sit right here and I'll tell you when to get off. Um, yeah, and then I just remember rolling up and like there was the big sign and I was like, well, yeah, I probably wouldn't have missed that. But <laughs> um, yeah, and then just getting in and just feeling the energy of the room and the music playing, it was, uh, yeah, I just like, I was like, yeah, this is where I need to be. Like, that's how I felt. <laughs> what is the best music venue in Toronto? Oh, that's so hard. I've had like little love affairs with all of them over the years. Um, yeah, you kind of go through these like phases, right? Um, but I definitely will say that I usually go back to either the Rivoli or um, Sneaky D's a lot. Like those are my two, two main ones for sure. Uh, I'm just gonna give a, a, a props out to Lee's Palace and the Horseshoe because those are mine yeah. for sure. Yeah. This is this is a cerebral kind of question. Um, why why do you care about Toronto? <laughs> um, it's home, I guess. Like that really is what it boils down to. Is it's home, and I mean, when I was younger, the art scene and the music scene was a lot bigger, and the lack of it lately is is heartbreaking. And I'd love to be a part of rebuilding that. Cool, why is that important to you? Honestly, like, it comes down to me having kids and younger sisters that just, like, did, wasn't really able to experience that. And like, I'd love for the younger generations to experience that and like, have a space to go and, and play music and enjoy themselves. And yeah, if everything's just big boxes and stores, then nobody gets to really enjoy that. What was the last indie show that you saw in Toronto? I I believe it was, I was invited to a Neon Bloom show at Cherry Colas. Nice. And yeah. Yeah, it was a good show, because uh, uh, Queens and Kings was there too, so it was like very, very energetic for sure. Love, love Queens and Kings. What is the best show that you've ever seen in Toronto? That's hard. I know. That's <laughs> so hard. Because shows are good for different reasons, right? Because sometimes they're good because it's just entertaining and the energy's in the room. And... You want to talk for like two minutes about Queens and Kings being on stage and just like <laughs> how that show goes? Because like, that's incredible. Those guys, yeah. they know how to work it for sure. Oh, for sure. They have total control over the energy of the room. 
they've got stuff going on, they're entertaining, you know, there's a, a part in their set where they start drumming and playing the guitar at the same time. <laughs> like, it's, it's insane to watch, especially walking in and not knowing that that's going to happen. You're right. like, what the <laughs> Yeah, it's insane showmanship from the two of them, for sure. So, best show in Toronto that you can remember? Uh, stands out I, in your mind? I mean, that one definitely stands out for sure. Um, but then, you know, there's just, there's always something about going to a show where a lot of your friends are playing, you know, and you can just hang out. Um, yeah, it's, that's so hard to, to pin down. I don't think I could. Who was your favorite Canadian artist while you were growing up? I mean, I feel like it changed every once in a while, but between Sum 41 and Billy Talent, I'd say. Oh, nice. Sum 41. Um, what is your favorite part about being a Canadian? Jeez, I don't know. I don't think I've thought of that. I don't know, what does it even mean to be Canadian, right? Like, uh, are we, I guess, you know what I like about people that we're really nice, but we're also super passive aggressive and like, <laughs> like we just have great attitudes and like not in a like great attitude kind of way, but like just sarcastic assholes for the most part, but right? like in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, healthcare and stuff. That's also cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were a tourist visiting Toronto, Mm -hmm. um, once that's once that's like legitimately a thing, where would you recommend that tourists go? That, yeah, that's hard because I feel like there's so many random scattered things. But I Assuming mean, everything is like normal and like you know venues yeah. are open and 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 people can do their thing. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, go check out the venues because I feel like me as a tourist, I wanna I wanna meet the locals and see, you know, what they're up to, right? Like, I feel like that's the most interesting thing to me is seeing how other people live. Yeah, I would say just go check out the local bars and venues and stuff and like check out the music and the people. You're gonna meet the most interesting people in those venues and we've got a lot of talented artists and like a lot to offer too. What's your favorite thing to do in Toronto? Honestly, I like to just kind of walk around and like interact with people. You meet the weirdest people on the streets for sure i think that's my favorite thing to do as weird as that is like that's that's my favorite thing to do very awesome where can we find more about uh save toronto music venues um we do a lot of our stuff on our instagram uh at save toronto music venues but we also have a website uh save toronto music venues.com and that's where you'll find all of our actual information the different GoFundMe's, um, the store to to buy the shirts and, and posters, as well as just like other random information that you need to know. Actually, uh, let's let's go into that a little bit. Uh, so, what is Save Toronto Music Venues like? What's your strategy? How are you How are you saving Toronto music venues? So this kind of just all snowballed because I was taking pictures and somebody was like you should sell them and then my thought was like well why not sell them to raise some money then we got a logo and some t-shirts 
I contacted the venues, whoever let me sell their picture, uh, we put them on the list and everything we get from the GoFundMe, the t-shirts and the posters are divided up evenly uh, between all the venues that have signed on with us. Cool, can you tell me about that process? How that, how that all rolled out? Like how it all got started? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, just, um, just take it. It got started because everything was closing down. And I, I have a little hobby of like doing photography. I do some for my friends' bands and stuff like that. So I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna go and, and take some pictures of all the venues and, and places that, you know, I kind of grew up in just as like a bit of a token of memory. Um, you know, a friend of mine suggested I should sell them, make some profit off of them. And at which point I was like, okay, well, if I'm gonna make some profit off of them, then why not give back to these venues? And once that thought was in my head, that's when I decided, okay, well, we're gonna do a name and a logo. The name was, uh, I guess, pretty self-explanatory. I don't, I don't think I got too creative on that, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then after that, it was just the process of trying to get a hold of the venues and explain to them what I want to do and how I want to help and getting them on board with it. And then, you know, just figuring out ways of how I'm going to get them their money and stuff like that and all the the, the boring paperwork of it all. <laughs> yeah, very dope, very dope. Can you tell me, uh, can you give me a little rundown of the venues that you guys, that you have signed on so far? Yeah, so we have Hard Luck, The Rex, very we nice. With, the Rex is yeah. like a staple. Yeah. Uh, we work with Cherry Colas, the Bullvine. Oh my God, I feel like the list grows every day. Um, Sneaky D's. We've got the Lola, the Night Owl. What, I feel like I'm missing some. Yeah, I feel like I'm missing some. I'd have to. Pull okay, up my cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> so for a full breakdown, of all of the all of the venues Save Toronto Save Toronto Venues is involved with, visit SaveTorontoVenues.com. Yes. <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> My only other question is sort of like what's what's next? What 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 is your like daily life look like and what are you doing next? And 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 how are you? Um yeah, I'm good. I mean it's it's been overwhelming in like a great way because I just I didn't think when I started this, it was gonna go to the level that it's gone to. I, yeah, I started a spotlight on Mondays and a playlist on Spotify just to kind of give some light to some of our Toronto bands. Um, I do interviews on Wednesdays with Toronto bands, venues, you know, just people in the industry just to get some information out there and all that good stuff. And we've been working on a compilation CD of just uh, whoever in Toronto really wanted to donate a song. Um, so we've got that kind of coming soon. Uh, and we're also working on doing a, a fundraiser live stream soon. And that should be fun, yeah. Very cool, very cool. So let's let's talk a little bit about toronto music venue history because i've got to introduce a song at some point and and <laughs> we got to figure out what that song is have you ever been to the velvet yes before the renovations i haven't been since the renovations so you were there in like like liberty entertainment group days yeah 
Nice. Did you know that Jagged Little Pill was released at the Velvet Underground? I feel like, like I feel like I'm not sure, but I feel like that's not news to me at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the release party officially for Jagged Little Pill, and and that was that was a, a record-breaking album at the time. And I, I yeah, I really hope that we we get the next Alanis Morissette out of the city, or you know whatever it is. Yeah. For sure. There's a lot of great music coming up right now. Fundamentally, the thing that makes a city what it is will always be the people. Toronto has an incredible mix of people from all over the world, and you can't help, even these days, to meet a new person now and then. Just, just for God's sake, stay the hell away from them. Thanks for hanging out with me, Ashley. It was a blast. Uh, check out Safe Toronto Music Venues on Instagram, everybody. It is honestly the easiest way to navigate everything they are up to right now. And, and now, this is Alanis Morissette, from Jagged Little Pill, an album that was dropped at the Velvet Underground back in 1995. This is all I really want. Do I stress you out? My sweater is on backwards and inside out and you say how appropriate. I don't want to dissect everything today. I don't mean to pick you apart, you see, but I
did you think about your bills, your ex, your deadlines? Or when you think you're gonna die? Or did you long for the next distraction? That was All I Really Want from the 1995 monster hit Jagged Little Pill by Canadian artist Alanis Morissette. Sometimes sometimes I legitimately forget that she's Canadian. She dated Ryan Reynolds and everything. That's like the most Canadian thing you can do. Now, as often as I know I say this, that is, a, that is, that is enough Toronto for one day for a Canadian music show. I, I do live here and I love it, but I know it is not the center of the universe. And I swear to God, I do believe that. Novel. That's spelled with a zero and a three, by the way. I will let you will let you figure that one out on your own. Is out now with their debut album, Nonfiction. The previously Vancouver-based band is, is currently spread out across the western province of beautiful British Columbia. Novel's new album was written between 2017 and 2020 and is described by the band as, quote, 11 tracks that function as a treaty on modern existence and the perverse parameters within which it's experienced, end quote. From Novel's new album, Nonfiction, out now on Flemish Eye Records. This is Falling in Line.
Fiction, the new album out now from Novel. We've got more coming at you from the West Coast because there's a lot, there's a lot of great music coming out from all across this awesome country all the damn time. <laughs> I'm constrained by a single genre. Alicia Love welcomes the exploration of different styles and jumps at the chance to experiment with different sounds. Alicia Love is an indie pop artist based in Edmonton, Alberta. She's received some radio play lately for her recent single, and we're going to give her a little bit more of it right now. This is the new one from Alicia Love. This is Magnetic. Touch me. I can't stop thinking about you. Uncover me now. I'm surrounded and I'm singing in. Can I taste your lips? You said that you like it. No feet on the ground. Running through the water and swimming through sunlight. Is the 
show this week, everybody. As always, thank you for listening. I've been working like a monster, so I'm probably going to crash for a bit, ladies and gentlemen. But I will be back next week with more new music and more new music Mondays. In the meantime, don't forget to tune in to Dropout Radio anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at dropoutentertainment.ca or on the MyTuner Radio app or other quality internet radio apps. Dropout is licensed to play through SoCan, so thank you, thank you for that, SoCan. Check out Dropout on social media at Dropout Entertainment and visit dropoutentertainment.ca for all of your Canadian independent music news, content, and all of that good stuff. I'm your host, Ben in Toronto. Now back to 100% real Canadian independent music. This is Dropout Radio.